So welcome to Exodus 19, A Nation Married to Yah, with your host, Richard Massey. I pray that you guys are having a blessed Sabbath, and I pray that whatever you and your family are going through, that Yah gives you the strength to go through it. Today we want to talk about Leviticus 1. Let's try to walk through this chapter and see if we can find out what we're supposed to do in God's eyes. So we're not going to waste any time. We're just going to peruse through this chapter and see what it is that Yah wants from us. Leviticus 1.1 And Yahweh called unto Moshe and spake unto him out of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, Speak unto the children, speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, If any man of you bring an offering unto Yahweh, ye shall bring your offering of the cattle, even of the herd, and of the flock. So we just read two verses of Leviticus 1, which is the law, when Yah is saying to them that he wants them to bring an offering unto Yahweh, you shall bring an offering of a cattle, even of the herd and of the flock. So you say, well, does he want us to do this law or no? Well, yes and no. So how can you say yes and no? Because Yahweh called unto Moses and spake unto him out of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, speak unto the children, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, if any man of you bring an offering unto Yahweh, ye shall bring your offering of the cattle, even of the herd and of the flock. That's what he don't want. Because now he is the sacrifice. So he's not looking for you to sacrifice an animal to bring to him like you did right here. He's the final sacrifice, right? But what does he, so what is he looking for? So how can this be accomplished today, 2023, if you don't want me to bring an animal? which he clearly tells the children of Israel to do, right? He says, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when any one of you bring an offering, a korban, which can, which can draw you near to Yahweh, you shall bring a korab, your offering of livestock, oxen, untiring, which, which indicates untiring labor. That's what he wants. Back then, he wanted something of the flock, something of great value. Like uh, if you were to go to a farmer today and, and, and buy a cow or some type of uh, something from the herd or from the flock, in 2023, I'm sure that thing would be at least, at least, and I'm, I'm a city boy, so I wouldn't know. Out so let's say an ox costs $5,000, $10,000 back then. He wanted you to bring something of value at that time. So what's of value to you today that's equivalent to that? Your heart. 
So he still wants the same law, but he wants it without the sacrifice because he is the final sacrifice. He is uh, he is the great I am. He is the high priest. He is the Levit- he took the place of the Le- Levitical priesthood, and we talked about that in one of the episodes. So when you're talking about a law like this, yeah, some people who say follow the law, they're right. And some people who say that the law is done away with, they're almost right. So God's looking for your humbleness. He's looking for your desire to be like him. That's the sacrifice. What does uh, Hebrews 11 say? "I I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourself a living sacrifice. So today we don't give oxen and we don't give nothing from the herd, nothing from the flock, and nothing from cattle. We give ourselves. I give myself away so you can use me, right? Humility. And it's not mandatory. He's not going to force you to do it. This is something that he wants you to have a desire to do. In this offering, there's no sin involved. You just want to draw closer to Elohim. This is a free will offering. Here, Elohim is not forcing this offering. Hallelujah. Three, if his offering be a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a meal without blemish. Don't he say he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle? He wants you to have a desire to seek him. So the, 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 at the end of the day, what Yah wants is, what Elohim wants is, not sacrifices, nothing to do with the Levitical's law, or not to do with the Levitical priests at all. Anything that they have to do, chop that out. And you can still read this because now he's the high priest. Now he sacrificed his blood like they did for the animals. He did that on his own body, right? It says, three says, if his offering be of a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. He shall offer it of his own voluntary will at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before Yahweh. Four, he shall put his hand upon the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be accepted for him to make an atonement for him. Didn't Yahshua do this already in the New Testament? Now, see, the only person that's going to have a problem with this is going to be people who don't venture into the New Testament because they said that Yahshua was just a prophet. That's why they might miss the revelation of this because they dare to venture onto that side of the Bible. They stay in the Torah. Five, it says, and he shall kill the bullock before Yahweh. And the priest. Well, the bullock and the priest are both Yahshua, right? Aaron's sisters. Now we and we talked about how now it's not under the family or the tribe of the Levites. It's under uh, the family of the tribe of Shem, Jude, um, Jerusalem, right? Yehuda shall bring the blood and sprinkle the blood around about upon the altar that is by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. All that's taken care of. 
So we can still do Leviticus 1, but now we're doing it more on a spiritual side and not on a physical side. The animals were physical, right? What else? The, 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 uh, the blood is physical. But now with Yahshua, who's already done it, now it becomes spiritual. That animal sacrifice is now you because he sacrificed his life. You have a desire to want to be like him. You sacrifice your life now. This is why you're not supposed to be doing certain things into the world, because you're a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto Yah, which is your reasonable duties. Six, and ye shall flay the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. And the sons of Aaron, the priests, shall put fire under the altar and lay the wood in order upon the fire. Well, we don't even have the brazen altar. We don't have the tabernacle. That's laying dormant in heaven. So you can't do sacrifices in 2023 because the tabernacle is not here. The outer courts is not here. And we already talked about the animal part. He's already taken care of that. Because the priest had to do sacrifices every year, and they still couldn't do what Yahshua did once. So you can't say, well, just because uh, we don't sacrifice uh, animals no more, and we're under grace because we can't do this. Yeah, yes, you can. You have to change your heart. Right? And the priest and Aaron's son shall lay the parts, the head and the fat, in order upon the wood that is on the fire, which is upon the altar. But his inwards and his legs shall be washed in water, and the priest shall burn all on the altar to be a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto Yahweh. Right? You look at when he's saying, and the inward parts and his legs shall be washed in water. He says, I'm going to go back to eight. He said, and the priest Aaron's son shall lay, lay, lay the parts, the head and the fat in order upon the, the wood that is on the fire, which is upon the altar, the head, the way you think, where your philosophy comes from. You put that on the altar. You give it to him, right? You change the way you think, right? You change your philosophies, the things that you went through in life. You change them, right? They give on an altar. What happens when you put something on that hot altar? It burns up. It turns to ash, which is the final phase of anything that's ever been burnt. It's no more. The way you used to think, the places that you used to go, how you used to do things, they're all gone. They fizzled out. And you replace them with the way that he tells you to do things, right? It says, and the fat, right? Stomach fat. Let's look at stomach fat. Fat is made up of fat cells. And inside these fat cells are potential energy, energy that is produced by our own reservoirs of strength. Or I'm going to make it on my own. I don't need no man. X, Y, Z. The power is in how you think. You got to get on your grind. You got to market yourself. Burn it on the altar. Because if you're doing it, he's not doing it. If he's not doing it, it's not going to last. It says, if fat presents our energies and our reservoirs of strength, Elohim says, burn it, get rid of it, 
or walk can't be done by your own human efforts, right? What else to say? What else you put on the altar? The inward parts, right? Let's look at the kidneys and the liver. The job of these two organs is to take toxins out of your body. Stuff that you never got rid of, like poor philosophy. Here's where things, here's where bad things happen and your life was hiding. Things from your past, bitterness, hatreds, pain, jealousy, etc. Put it on the altar. So see, you can do Leviticus 1 in 2023. You don't have to use an animal. You are willing to. Because remember he said, uh, animal without blemish. So we're doing Leviticus 1 in 2023 without sacrificing the animal because Yahshua sacrificed himself. We don't have to pour the blood on the altar because Yahshua's blood was used when they used when they pierced him in his side. You don't you're not demanded to do it, but you want to do it. And how are we doing it? By taking our philosophies, the way we used to think, the things we used to do. And we're choosing to put them on the altar. That's why in church, you're supposed to go down to the altar to change your life. Now, imagine this altar in the church. In the church, when you go down to the altar, you have nice plush rug. You have steps that go up to the, um, to the, to the, um, to the pulpit. But imagine an altar here. Every time they cut the neck of an animal. There was the smell of blood and blood splashed everywhere. So the altar is a place where things go to die. So when you go down to the altar at altar call and you are and that stuff is killed and put on the altar, when you're walking back to your seat, you're supposed to be renewed. But some of us come back the same way because we think that God is not done with me yet. But how can he still be working on you when all that stuff was dead at the altar? Aren't we doing Leviticus 1 right now in 2023? The altar is supposed to be bloody. It's supposed to be smelly because of the animals that died at the altar. When you transferred your spirit so that you can so that the animal can die in your place so that you can be renewed. And have a brand new start for a year. The altar is not supposed to have flowers down there. And I'm not getting into how churches do their altar, but I'm talking about the symbolic thinking of the altar. Why we say come down to the altar so that things in your life can be dead. Right? Adrenal glands. Inside the adrenal glands is adrenal epinephrine, which increases the heart rate. Adrenaline is secreted and caused by extreme stress. If stress is the opposite of peace, then it needs to be burned. Aren't we doing it? Aren't we doing Leviticus 1 without being in the Old Testament? We're doing Leviticus 1 in 2023, right? 10, it says, and if his offering be a flock, namely of a sheep or of the goats or a burnt sacrifice, he shall bring a male without blemish. And he shall kill it on the side of the altar northwards before Yahweh and the priests. Aaron's sons, he shall sprinkle his blood round about the altar and he shall cut it into pieces with his head and with his fat. And the priest shall lay them in order on the wood that is on the fire, which is upon the altar. But he shall wash his inward parts, wash your philosophy, 
Watch your own personal uh, energy. Get rid of it. Put it on the altar. You're supposed to refill yourself with the word of Yah. Right? To be more like him. Who is going to direct you to be more like his father. So we're doing the law. Right? And we're also doing covenant commandment. But now we know that when we're doing the law, all we're doing is we're cutting out the Levitical priests. We're cutting out the animals. We're cutting out the blood. The altar and the temple and the tabernacle is all dormant in heaven. But we're doing Levit we're still doing Leviticus 1 in 2023. So you're following the law without the Levitical parts of it. And if the burnt sacrifice of his offering to Yahweh be of fowls, then he shall bring his offering of turtle doves or the young pigeons. And the priest shall bring it unto the altar and wring off his head and burn it on the altar. That stuff's supposed to be dead. Sacrifice means dead. Oh, God's still working on me. He ain't delivered me from that yet. How old are you? How old are you? You're still doing the same things that you did 20 years ago. He said, and burn it on the altar, and the blood there shall be wrung out at the side of the altar. And he shall pluck away his crops with his feathers and cast it beside the altar on the east part by the, by the place of the ashes. And he shall cleave it with the wings thereof, but it shall not divide asunder. And that's what he did to uh, Abraham when he gave him that promise in Genesis 15. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar, upon the wood that is upon the fire. It is a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire, a sweet savor unto Adonai, unto Yahweh. So we just did Leviticus 1 in 2023. So you don't need the priest because Yahshua is your high priest. You don't need the animals because Yahshua did the sacrifice and the blood. He gave his blood. He shed his blood on the cross for you and me. So you can do the law without the Levitical parts to it because he 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 uh, he did a change on that. He took the place of that. So for anybody who says, well, when you do, because if you say you want to do the law in 2023, you have to find animals. You have to find a Levitical priest. You have to find uh, the tabernacle. And that's not here. So, yeah, you could say as a Christian, that's why we can't do the law. But if you look at it, so when you're talking about the Sabbath and you're saying, well, we can't do this, we don't have to do the Sabbath no more. Well, the Sabbath was in Genesis 2. It's further explained throughout the Bible. It has nothing to do with the Levitical priests. It has nothing to do with animals. So, yes, you are supposed to do and follow the Sabbath. When you're talking about the Feast of Tabernacles and the Feast of Ingathering and the Feast of Trumpets, you are supposed to do them. You just cut out the Levitical priesthood and the animal sacrifice if it applies. When you're talking about eating the dietary law, eating shrimp, eating pork, and things of that nature, lobster, you say we don't have to do it no more because it's in the law. Yes, it's in the law, but all you cutting out in the law is everything pertaining to the Levitical priesthood. 
but everything else you're supposed to do. It's like when somebody gives you something, uh, some type of information, you cut out the fat, you cut out the bones, and you eat the meat. That's what I'm giving you. The fat and the bones is the Levitical priesthood. Everything else is the meat. So, yes, you are supposed to be honoring the Sabbath. Yes, you are supposed to be honoring the feast. Yes, you are supposed to be honoring the dietary law. All you are cutting out is the Levitical priesthood side. And I hope that that is enough to have you understand that there needs to be a change in your walk because your family and friends and neighborhood and future is dependent on. Cut out the Levitical aspect of the law and do your law. Cut out the Levitical aspect of the law and do your covenant commandment. That's the only thing that's that's the only thing that's making you think that you don't have to do the law is because the Levitical priesthoods addition to it. Take that out. All you have is covenant commandment law and everything will change in your life. So this has just been a reminder that this podcast is also on Spotify, and Instagram, and I am live on YouTube as well. So don't forget to like my page and to share my page where it applies. And don't forget to hit the notification button. And don't forget to subscribe. And I'll see you guys next time. Shalom.